Yo, welcome to the Bliss is Ignorant podcast. This is Jay Bliss. Um, yo, we are in the middle of a pandemic. Um, I don't know what I said on the last podcast I was doing. I probably wasn't thinking that this coronavirus was as serious as it was. So, like I said, the title of the podcast is Bliss is Ignorant. I was ignorant of everything that this thing was. Um, listen, let me explain something to you. We are driven by the information that's fed to us, right? And if the powers that be is telling you ain't a big deal, our attitudes is it ain't a big deal. If the attitude is telling you, if the powers that be is telling you, hey, shit is about to go down, your attitude is shit about to go down. So I feel like it's a failure in leadership. I feel like there's some people that have lost their lives um, because of this. Because of the ignorance that was being spread and the fact that we didn't prepare. Um, I believe there's a certain thing that I was taught during my college days, during I was pledging the fraternity. Um, proper preparation prevents poor performance. Straight up. Like, proper preparation prevents poor performance. I live by that. I understand it. I deal with it. And if it's properly prepared, man, we would have performed way better than what we're doing right now. We are in a reactive mode. We're in a reactive mode. We're reacting to a situation rather than being proactive. And I feel like that is the catalyst as to why things are horrific right now. Um, I immediately panicked. Like when we started talking about, I got two phone calls in a matter of two days um, that put me into a panic. It was basically two gigs that got canceled. And it was like the remainder of my gigs in March were gone in like two days. And that was like $4,000. And I was like, what in the hell? Like my my whole world was like, yo, you can't pay your bills. Like it was it was that real. Like immediately I was just like standing there scratching my head like, I need to rob somebody. Like I, like I was, I had never been in that situation before. Like, you know, you don't realize how blessed you are um, with being booked and having gigs, and you look at it for for the work that it is. But you also you appreciate it. But you you constantly grinding because you you constantly looking to fill that next date. You know what I mean? So it's like a, you know, the, the dates that I had in place were dates that that had been booked months ago like you know that was just the work that I put in before to be like alright well yeah March is taken care of April is taken care of you know May is taken care of you know June we go we go like month through the months to try to fill in our dates and, and make sure our money is right you know for those dates so when stuff gets cancelled you just your mind starts scrambling because you're trying to figure out how can you know get into the meat and like I don't know. I, I was I was ticked off, but then like my my other mind was like working where it was just like I right, figure this out. Like how can you recoup money that otherwise you can't have? Like so so I still had merchandise on hand. Like so merchandise is T-shirts that I sell um, online and oh not online, but I sell at shows like after my shows. So I was like, all right, well, you're standing here with, with a case of shirts. You're not going to be able to do shows. You're not going to be able to sell those shirts. 
but people know what the shirts are and people might buy them. So, like, I went online and I posted up, like, hey, listen, support is everything, you know what I'm saying? You want to support, you know, us, you know, during the time of need, you know, there, are, there are, you know, there's a way you can support. Purchase a shirt, you know, $25. The shipping is included in the price because usually I saw the shirts for $20, but I was like, all right, $25. That way I can pay for the shipping, get the shirt sent to you, boom, rock the shirt, show the shirt, wear the shirt. Appreciate it. And once I put that up, man, like immediately I started getting people in my inbox. Like, man, let me get two, let me get three, you know, let me get a shirt. You know, then it was people coming in on my cash app just like, yo, bliss here. And I'm like, yo, you want sh- you want this many shirts? They like, nah, 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 nah. I don't want no shirts, man. Just just keep it. That's yours. And it was overwhelming, like like literally overwhelming. And it's just a gesture. It wasn't necessarily the amount that blew me. It was the fact that people got it immediately and was like, yo, this is how this dude eat. Like this dude eats by being on the road. We see this dude grinding. We see him doing what he got to do. He got babies. He got bills. He got responsibilities. And all that's been taken away from him. Mind you. I ain't the only one that has happened to, but at that moment, people saw the immediate impact at that moment when it happened, like two, you know, two or three weeks ago. Like when it when it happened that time, they knew immediately, like, oh yeah, damn, via him. Like, nah, that that's him. So I feel bad for everybody that's in this situation, but now that everybody is going through the same thing, it kind of puts everybody on a level playing field. Like one thing that I will tell you is being from my background, like where I'm from, like um, I'm from Camden, New Jersey, and you know we didn't have a lot, I mean, we didn't have a lot growing up, but you know my mom, with the way she she was built, the way she did things, like we we didn't know we didn't have a lot, you know what I mean? She she stretched everything, she made us feel like we we had everything that we needed, and we never even when things weren't going the way they were supposed to go, she she would never let on to it, you know what I mean? So. You know, when stuff like this is happening, um, you know, it's like, all right, well, it's kind of like it was when we was growing up. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you just make do and you make things stretch and you make things work the way they're supposed to work. And then things are are, are um, what they are. Like, you know, my mom is in a situation right now where she, you know, she's um, she's had a couple strokes. She has aphasia. And I'm her caregiver, if you will. So, you know me trying to explain to her what's going on. Like, her aides aren't allowed to come help her anymore. So I'm like, Mom, your aides ain't coming in in the morning to help you, give you your medicine, your breakfast. I'm going to have to do that. But I'm, this is what I got to do. I got to come in. I got to wash my hands. I got to, you know, put my protective stuff on, right? I got to fix your meal. got to give you your medicine. And I got to leave, you know. Then I got to come back, do the same thing for lunch. And I'm going to come back and do the same thing for dinner. And if you need me, call me. Then I got, you know, camera set up so I can see what my mom is doing or whatever. She needs anything. But she's getting it now. Like, she's like, I like, today we was over there. It was having to have a conversation. I went over there. I was talking to her. And I was like, you doing all right? You washing your hands? You doing everything? She was like, I said, yeah. And then she was like, um, how the, how the girls? She was talking about my twins. She was like, how the girls? I was like, they good. You know, they can't come over here and they can't come out. You know, they got to be home. And she go, I get it. Just tell them I was asking about them. So she get it. Like, she she kind of, like, finally understands, like, what's going on. 
But I guess she got it from like maybe seeing what was going on on the news and things like that or whatever. She piecing two and two together, like why he keep coming in and leaving and why nobody else is coming in the house except for him. You know what I mean? So, you know, I pretty much eliminated the risk of my mom being uh, able to contract it from anybody because nobody else is going in there but me. So if my mom ended up getting it, then that's because I gave it. You know what I'm saying? And I try to limit where I go because... I mean, I'm thinking about her. I'm thinking about my kids. So the only places I actually go are, like, the grocery store, um, to my mom's, and to see my kids. That's it. Like, that's the three places I go. That's the only places I'm going. Store, mom's house, kids. That's it. That's, like, that's what that's what it is. And it's, like, we don't, I don't know how long this is going to last. I really don't know how, this gonna, how long it's going to last. I, you know, over the, the silliness of me, it's feeling like ain't nothing going to stop the NFL season. So I feel like it'll be all resolved before the end of August. But I don't know. I can't even I can't even say that. You know what I mean? I just can't. Like, we nobody knows how long this is going to take. I tell you what's going to help it is if people stay the hell home and stop going hanging out. The yeah, crazy thing, like, my neighbors last night had company. Like, I literally heard people pull up go in the house and they was out on the front on the porch and like just talking chat and having a good time and i'm like y'all tripping like y'all tripping and y'all gonna be the reason why this thing won't go away you know what i mean because people gonna do what they want to do they're gonna do what they want to do how they want to do it the way they want to do it and it's like you know they ain't ain't nothing gonna stop until something bad happened and they're gonna be like we didn't know you did know you just chose not to follow the instructions so you know, it's crazy because, like, we all feel invincible. You know what I mean? We all feel invincible. I feel invincible. I'm not scared of the coronavirus. I, I I fear for my mom and I fear for my kids. You know, me leaving here is like, all right, whatever. I had a good run. You know what I mean? But, you know, anybody else, you know, it's like, a, it's like a, you know, I feel for them. You know what I mean? And, you know, I haven't, I haven't had anybody personally that I know, um, in my circle of, of people that I, I consider close, uh, contracted. Um, so knock on wood and, um, you know, God bless my, my friends and family. Um, but I feel bad for, um, the people that are going through it. I mean, I see posts, I see people that I'm acquaintances with and they have close ones and loved ones who have gotten it and some have, you know, perished from it. So, you know, it is real, you know, um, the thing that, that has changed is the fact that social media has changed its direction. Like, um, comedians are forced to go online when they didn't want to do that. Like they didn't want to go online and just give content away and they didn't want to go online and just be out there being in front of people without a physical audience. Like you really don't understand the dynamic of comedy and how work how it works like me in front of a crowd is the most comfortable feeling for me in the world i am the most comfortable in front of a crowd i can be anxious i could be nervous i could be um upset i could do all of those things but all of that goes away once i am in front of an audience it is my haven it is my my go-to is my 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 yoga zen place like like once i get on stage it's like oh 
man, time to work. You know what I mean? Like it, 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 it's, it's hard to explain. And then that's being taken away. Because even when this is done, like even when they say, oh, yeah, we can go back to normal, nobody coming out like that. I just feel like the fear is going to be there. And I just don't think people are going to come in droves and be at no comedy show. I mean, you're going to be at shows and it's going to be 20, 30 people. And they're going to be all spread out. They're like, we don't want to sit together. And as you know, when you, you're a comedian, you're like, oh, man, everybody come up close and, and get together. That's what you're supposed to do because it's more intimate. It makes peak laughter is contagious. But nah, this going to be, oh, hey, give it up for everybody in the back. You know what I mean? And um, people arguing because they don't want to sit close to nobody. And, you know, people judging Asian people. And it's going to be ugly, man. It's like, it's real ugly. It's real, real ugly right now. And, like, you know, I'm looking at these posts. I'm looking at. Um, people have these arguments on on social media and things like that. And the one thing that I will say is I don't care what political affiliation you have or where your party lines lie, that virus don't give a fuck about if you Democrat or Republic. It, it don't give a damn. It don't give a damn about who right or who wrong. It don't give a damn about none of that. Your ass don't pay attention, your ass gonna check up out of here. I don't care if you voted for Trump, I don't care if you liked Obama, I don't care if you like Joe Biden, I don't care if you hate Bernie Sanders. Your ass is gonna check up out of here. And we don't care nothing about your affiliation when it's all said and done. Period. There's mistakes that have been made. And for anybody to blame any political party for any of this, is freaking ridiculous because you don't have the space to do it. The ball was dropped, period. We had a two-month head start to figure out what the hell we was going to do, and we did not do a damn thing. We ain't do jack. Nothing. And it ain't only us. Every single country, I don't think there's one country that attacked us properly. Not one. You know what I mean? So, um... We can sit back and look and go, oh, man, they did a good job. Mm-mm, I don't see anybody that did a bang-out job. you know. And they saying the next two weeks is going to be the scariest two weeks. These next two weeks is supposed to be, you know, capture the most, uh, you know, see the highest cases and biggest problems and, and death is supposed to jump up. And, you know, I'm just trying to tell everybody, man, stay safe, man. Stay safe. Stay safe, stay safe, stay safe. That's all I can say. Um down now you know everything sports has stopped espn i don't think anybody watching that no more i mean they was i think they were showing wrestlemania or something online and then the whole dj thing happened like uh d nice went online live at um on instagram and he had over like two hundred thousand people watching at the same time which was dope and you know he was playing all the songs that like people know and it dope and then you see everybody was trying to do the DJ thing and it was like nah it didn't really work I think I saw DJ Premier do one and DJ Premier I mean, he's a good rap producer but him DJing all that scratching and stuff like dude ain't nobody trying to scratching you know the one thing I saw that Jesse Jeff was had pneumonia uh, had double pneumonia and the thing when I saw that I was like damn because he would have been a perfect DJ like D- DJ Jesse Jeff gets no props like he people don't even recognize how dope of a DJ he is like he would literally light that up as a DJ set you know what I mean 
But then, like, I saw um, Quest Love. Quest Love is the Roots. That's the Roots drummer. He also DJs now. Quest Love, by far, the Roots is like one of my favorite groups in, in hip hop. Like, like, like they are on my top tier of everything when it comes to hip hop. Like, Black Thought is definitely a top five um, dead or alive MC to me. And then Quest Love, you know, was just the, you know front man for the for the Roots, and you know he's the drummer and he's the leader and all the good stuff. But DJing. He got a story online. He's talking about how he got fired. Prince fired him um, and, and put in a DVD of Finding Nemo instead of him playing music because his, his DJ set was not good to Prince. And I get it. Um, when you listen to Quest Love's uh, DJ set, um, you might get 10% of what he's playing. And you might be like, oh, okay, yeah, I know what that is. The rest of it is some shit he know. It's some shit that's dug down in records that only he and maybe a select few of people might know exactly what the hell he playing. And he'll be like, yeah, this is, you know, such and such from the Argonauts. I'd be like, man, I don't know who the fuck that is. And it's funny because it's like people will be jamming and be like, yeah, man, Quest Love. And I go, man, what the hell is this? And it's crazy because, you know, you you I mean he's a musician. You know what I mean? Like you you I mean I get it. I mean he's listening to it. His ear is totally different from my ear. Just like if he was listening to a comedy, um if he was looking at a comedy special, his ear to comedy would be totally different than my ear to comedy. Like he he's listening cuz he's like, "Man, that was funny and this and that." And I'm listening to it going, "Oh man, that was crafted well." And uh, I liked the callback, and then the setup was perfect. And then he actually had a double entendre that he used within the uh, the second part of the joke. You know, stuff like that. And it's like, you know, you got to be able to, like, you look at it differently, you know, when you when you are artist, when you that, when it's in your wheelhouse. So music, musically, he is, you know, he's in a different space. But when you DJing, you not you don't DJ to hear what you want to hear. You hear you're DJing to basically, um, you know, satisfy the mass of people. Like you want the majority of people to be rocking out. Like yo, that's what's up. But he don't he don't do that. He be like, nah, I'm gonna I'm gonna play this because this is my favorite jam. Like dude, I nobody ain't nobody know who that is. You know what I mean? Like why are you playing this and you mixing it with Tiny Tim? Like dude, nobody want to hear that. You know so. I don't know, man. Quick, <laughs> I mean, much respect. I never, I would never lose respect for that dude and the roots. But DJing, mm -mm. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna find something else to do. I'm gonna be like, hey, man, I'm gonna be over here at the bar. You know what I mean? But um, you know, I still, I still peep in every now and again. Like if I see him going live, if I see Questlove going live, I go in and listen for it quick. And I, and I bet money. I'm like, I bet money. I don't know what the hell he playing. And then one that night, I, I put a tweet up about it, and the next night, he All right, sorry for the delay, man. Um, quick technical difficulty. My car was full, so I had to delete some files. Um, yeah, so the next day, I, um, he was, I tweeted something about not not knowing the songs he was playing. And then the next day, he did a set for, like, Native Tongue. 
So, like, he's playing, like, Tribe and Jay Dilla and, like, De La Soul and all. And I was like, oh, okay. So, that, that night, I was like, yeah, I was all on that one. And then the next night, it was on some more. I'm like, man, I don't know what the hell you playing, Quest. But you know, it, <laughs> if you if you ever if you follow Quest Love and you know what I'm talking about, you'd be like, damn, that damn, that's the truth. And ten percent, ten percent, you gonna know exactly what he's playing. And then other than that, you ain't gonna know what the hell that dude playing. But you know, props to that dude, man. Props to to everybody that's doing the thing. I mean, um, comedian, um, Ali Sadiq. You know, he doing a live um, uh, comedy show on his page where he bring in comedians and they do like uh, 10 to 12 minutes uh, sets. And then, you know, they had a cash app and stuff at the bottom of the thing. And it's been funny, man. Some of them are like real, real funny. And then some of them you'd be like, yeah, I ain't really like that one. But, you know, it's, it's people that I've worked with over the years. And, you know, it's always good to see, um, you know, people doing anything. I went live a couple of times. I was trying to do my game show and stuff like that on there. But I couldn't do it on Facebook because Facebook took away the ability to be um, to allow people to be able to do the um, uh, took away the ability for people to be able to do the um, uh, like share screen, like bring people in and have them talk to you. Like you can't do that on Facebook anymore, but you can do it on Instagram. So you got to go to Instagram. But the bad thing about Instagram is I don't have the following on Instagram that I do on Facebook. Like I go on Instagram and go live, but then like the notification ain't the same. Like if I go on live at Facebook. Maybe like people come in, I'll get fifty people without a problem. If if I do it on Instagram, I'll get like ten people, seven, then it go down to five, then I'll be like, I'll be trying to get people to come in. But then it's it's, it's different because when you go on Facebook, people share it. People share it immediately and then all of a sudden their friends be on there and they're like, Oh man, let's what you talk about? Well, who this dude? And then they be like, Oh, I wanna play, you know what I'm saying? I start asking questions and people wanna be like, Oh, I can answer those questions. So, I don't know, man. Facebook probably going to change it up in a minute um, once they realize yeah, they're missing out on the opportunity for people um, to be able to um, utilize the platform a little bit better. But I don't know. I mean, um, other than that, man, um, it's, it's crazy. I, I, I tell you what, I would like to hear some stories about some things that are going on with you guys. If you get an opportunity, man, y'all can hit me up on blisspodcast at gmail.com, uh, blisspodcast at gmail.com. Let me know what's going on in your world and how this whole pandemic is affecting you. Um, I know some crazy stuff going on. I know some crazy stories. Um, I did get masked. Um, had a friend of mine that had some people that were making masks. I was able to get a mask for myself, for my mom, for my kids, you know, stuff like that, and um, be able to get the mask together. Um, my kids, they, they, they're... They're out of school, so they 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 bugging out a little bit, and then um, they don't really. I don't think they know the severity of what's going on. I mean, obviously, they ain't never been through nothing like this. I ain't never been through nothing like this, but it's something they're gonna be able to explain to their kids. Like, yo, we went through a pandemic, you know, stuff like that. But um, you know, trying to keep them occupied, taught them spades, taught them how to play spades over this whole time that's been going on. So, you know, every other night or whatever, I try to get together with them. And um and play spades and um they actually doing a lot better like they learning how to bid their hands and and uh you know read their partner and and uh, look for reneges and everything like that and uh, talking trash which was uh, a little surprising you know I guess you can only talk trash to your kids for so long and then all of a sudden they gonna start talking trash back so it's pretty funny I got one. One of my daughters, man, she like a little me, so she, you know, she she coming with the slick slick words all the time. Like I was, I was playing one time, and um, 
it was close. We it was very close to setting them, very close to setting them. And I was like, look, you lucky, you lucky. I didn't run spades when I was supposed to run spades. If I had ran spades, y'all was set. Y'all were set. She was like, yeah, but you didn't. Now deal the cards. I was like, oh, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. So last night we was playing, and um, I think it was an eight to five bid. It was like eight to five or seven to six. So it was it was a locked up bid. There was no room for error, and we was getting down to like the last four books, and we could tell. I could tell. Me and my other daughter could tell we were gonna get set. We like it ain't gonna happen. You know, we was out of spades. They was running spades to get to the end. And my daughter, my daughter, my daughter gets down to the last book. She's like, Uno. I was like, oh, she is the worst. Like, that was, it was perfect. It was funny. But I was, at that moment, I was like, yeah, you, oh, I wanted to get her. But, you know, all in all, we did end up winning the game. But, you know, it was just like that little trash talk, that little dig right there. It was perfect time, though. It was good. I was proud of her at the same time. I was like, that was, that was a good one. I, I appreciate that one. But, um, yeah, everything else is um, is difficult, man. Like, I can't socialize like I want to, you know, can't hang out. Been talking on the phone a lot more than I always, than I ever been, you know what I'm saying, just checking in on folk, making sure people are good or whatever, you know what I'm saying. Get a lot of people checking in on me. You know who your real friends are when stuff like this go down. You really, really, really know who rocks with you and who doesn't. You really, really, really know who your real friends are when stuff like this go down. It ain't hard to figure out. Stop trying to be friends with people that ain't friends with you. That's, it's that simple, okay? Your real friends are checking in on you. Your real friends are checking in on you. That's all you need to know, okay? And if you want to post that up on your social media, you might rattle some cages, but facts is facts. And it goes both ways because if you ain't checking in on people, then you don't consider that person a true friend. You know what I mean? So you just got to you gotta realize, man, the truth hurts sometimes. But it is what it is. And you look, you know, we all going to be better for it at the end of all of this. When all this is said and done, we're going to be better for it. The thing about it is this. I wish it was specific. You know, the crazy part of me wishes that this was specific. I wish that this pandemic zeroed in on certain people. I wish this pandemic was 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 smart enough to be able to say we getting rid of all bad seeds and what's bad for the culture. You know, like 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 literally that's what I wish this thing did. But, you know, it's going to be some great people that got to leave up out of here because of this thing. You know what I mean? But, you know, at the same time there's going to be some people that get up out of here that need to be up out of here too. And that's just that's just life, you know what I mean? You know, everybody has to, to meet their end one day, but you don't want to have to meet your end on some bullshit. This is some bullshit. Like this this is not this is not what people are expecting their last days to be because of, you know what I mean, some virus. You know what I mean? Um, you know, and then people are like, Man, this ain't nothing but the flu. Nah, man, it's a little bit worse than the flu, bro. This one shut you down. You know, ventilator, oxygen. Lungs, everything down. You know, this this ain't this ain't your everyday um run of the mill uh, you know, thing. So I'm gonna try to change this subject up, man. I don't wanna talk about the pandemic for this whole podcast. But like I said, it's been a couple weeks since I did one, obviously for obvious reasons. You know, you don't wanna just be, you know, jabbering away, 
you know, and everybody been going through it, you know what I mean? But some, you know, believe it or not, man, there'd probably be a lot more people listening to the podcast now because, look, it ain't what else you going to do? What else are you going to do? I mean, what's really going on right now? You know what I mean? That's, the thing that I really feel like bad for is people that had, like, really, really serious stuff planned. You know what I mean? Like, weddings and, like, graduation and prom and, like, all of those things are being impacted. I mean, we're talking about major events that's, like, being impacted. You know what I mean? Like, can you think about you and your senior year of high school and you not being able to go on your senior trip, and you not being able to go to your prom, and you not being able to have your graduation? Like, can you really go back and think about how your world would be shadowed, shattered over something like that? Can you really, really think about, like, you know, how bad that would be? You know what I mean? And it's like, you know, all of those things that people just take for granted. You know what I mean? People are like, man, I ain't going to go on my vacation. Well, vacation is one thing, but a damn wedding. And then think about it. These people that are um, passing away, um, some of these people are truly, truly loved, and they can't have no funeral for them. Like, you can't have no funeral with more than 10 people. Think about something for a second. They had the Kobe Bryant memorial service on February 24th. February 24th. That should not have happened. There's some people that went to that funeral that left up out of there with the coronavirus. Bad. You can say no, but I'm telling you, there there was. And they say, oh, no, the first case didn't come. Let me tell you something. There were cases before the first known case was identified in the United States. Like I said, this was going on in January, December, something like that, in China. So China didn't let people know until it was almost too late there. And then we, like I said, I'm going through it again. Y'all already know the story. Y'all can go look it up. It's just, it's frustrating because people are pointing fingers. And we can't point. We just got to be able to say, all right, the ball was dropped. What can we do? Stay home. That's what we can do. Another thing I want to talk about is um, how many people are actually sticking to their uh, their healthy ways, diets, things like that, you know, during this quarantine. Like, that's the thing that's important. Like, you know, there's a whole bunch of people out there who's like, I'm vegan. I'm I'm vegan. I don't I don't eat any any meat. <laughs> and then this thing hit. They like, man, let me get some of that chicken. You know, it's like it's funny, man. Um. You know, some people live these real, real healthy lifestyles. And then when it comes down to it, it's like you, you live in your lifestyle, do a certain thing, but then you realize there's something that could probably just take you out regardless of how healthy you are. And don't get me wrong, it does help you better to be healthy and, and have a, a better health system um, and your immune system be in a situation where, uh, where it can protect you. Um, but, you know, nothing's guaranteed, you know what I mean? But it's just like, you know, you could have been eating you some cheesesteaks, you know, in between that time. And, you know, you know, I always had the same thing, too. You know, you could be as healthy as you want to be, and then you can run out and go get hit by a car. And then it's like, all right, what was it all for? You know what I mean? But that's just my, that's just one of my crazy thoughts, my, thir- my you know, my thought process or whatever in this whole thing. But um, 
Um, I, I tell you what, I mean, a lot of people have been, you know, cooped up in the house and, and trying to come up with things to do and, you know, be creative. And one of the other things that I figured out was Zoom. Like, Zoom is, like, big with everybody, like, going online and doing these party chats. You got to think back back in the day. It's, like, no different than the phone party chat used to have back in the day. And then when the Internet first came out, you were going in the chat rooms. And it's, like, this whole big phenomenon. But when people are stuck in the house, you know, this thing is banging because you ain't got you ain't you ain't nowhere. I mean, how popular would Zoom be if people was out regularly on a Friday night? It wouldn't be that popular because people would be out doing stuff. People would be out like, hey, such and such ain't home. You know, he had to do this or she had to do that or the kids had to do this. Nobody, nobody's home to be doing that kind of stuff. But now you stuck in the house, so now it's like, all right, let's go do this thing. You know what I mean? So it was like one of those things where, um, you know, a company that was around before now all of a sudden it's this this big thing because everybody utilizes it. You know what I mean? Who would have thought, you know what I mean? That this was going to happen and you know, this was going to be the thing, you know, the sad thing about it is man, like, um, you know, I don't want to make this whole, this whole podcast about the coronavirus, but that's, that's what's going on right now. Like that is what is in everybody's head. That's what in everybody's mind, you know what I mean? But you know, quiet as kept, you know, I would, you know, if you want, you want, want topics or you want things that you want me to talk about on these podcasts, man, just hit me up, blisspodcast at gmail.com, blisspodcast at gmail.com. Um, I cannot wait to be able to get back on that stage, man. But it has been healthy for me to be have to be able to have conversations with my um, counterparts in the comedy game and then, like, just kind of go through their mind as to what they're going through what um what what's occupying their time are they writing are they being creative um it's driving some comedians crazy i mean we are a a creature habit you know um performing is something that we we need to do we have to do it's our passion and um when you take that away from somebody um some comedians are dealing with demons and um some of those demons creep up on them when they don't have the energy or they don't have the outlet to be able to perform and be able to do the things that they need to do in order to, uh, you know, distract them from those demons. So, you know, my thoughts are with a lot of those guys um, and and uh, and things that they're going through, you know. Uh, rest in peace to comedian friend of mine, Clint Knorr, who passed away. Um, it's been three weeks ago now. Um, it wasn't coronavirus. It was not coronavirus. Um, his roommate, um, which is another comedian, uh, found him. Um, unresponsive um, one morning um, after he got back off the road. So um, a real sad situation. Clint was always a cool dude, um, always like one of the guys that I first met when I first started doing comedy here in Charlotte. Um, and uh, it was a shock for a lot of people, shock for our system. Um, but it was like um, one of those things that, um, you know, you just wasn't prepared for, you know what I mean? So, um, you know, it's, you know, it is what it is, but, I tell you what I did uh, the other day. I was uh, flipping through uh, my movies, slipping, just flipping through, trying to find something to watch. And for some reason, this movie popped in my head, and I was like, "Yo, I ain't seen this movie in a minute." And I popped it in, and it was still good. And I'm gonna name this movie. And if you haven't seen this movie, I'm gonna tell you, see this movie. If you have seen this movie, you know exactly what I'm talking about. I popped in or streamed Kung Fu Hustle. Kung Fu Hustle was a dope 
movie. Now, you grew up like I grew up, and you watched karate theater, you watched kung fu theater on Saturday mornings. You was in the kung fu flicks. Kung fu flicks was it. You know, it was like, man, I, I love this. You know what I'm saying? Watching the kung fu flicks and, like, you know, just the whole fight scenes and the storylines and, you know, uh, basically Wu-Tang Clan basically came from the element of watching kung fu flicks. Like, the, the fact that they was watching the kung fu flicks and they was following a movie about the Wu-Tang Clan and how how uh, revol- how revolted they were and how they were against the, the, the teachings of the... Um, of the of the, of the Shaolin Temple, you know what I mean? The Wu Tang Clan was like, bump that man. They were thugs. They were the hoods. They was they was the they was the resistance. You know what I mean? So um, it was and Kung Fu Hustle was so dope because um, the karate masters in the movie were hidden. Like you didn't know that these people were the masters, the karate masters that they were, and they looked real inconspicuous. They didn't look um, very, um, I guess, uh, fit. But they had different styles, and um, it's funny, it's action-packed, um, and the storyline was dope. I mean, the storyline was dope. It just, um, it was a love story in there somewhere, like from like a childhood thing, which, you know. But if you've seen the movie, you know exactly what I'm talking about. But if you haven't seen the movie, just, it, and when, when I tell you it's not something that's like, oh, my God, this was so deep. Nah, it's not that type of movie. It's it's a karate flick. It's, it's mindless. Um behavior but it's entertaining so if you have a chance if you have not seen it uh watch it and if you have seen it watch it again because i was thoroughly entertained watching that movie again i think what i'm going to do is i think i'm gonna um, show it to my daughters and um i think they'll get a kick out of it no no pun intended Uh, i think they'll get a, a, a kick out of it um to uh watch that so i thought i think that'd be a good thing um, another thing that happened um, through this thing was um, I, I uh, my home club is the Comedy Zone. So the Comedy Zone was having these live events. Um, the first one they had, they had actually comedians come into the club, and it was like five people in the audience or whatever, and they just did jokes and they streamed it live or whatever, trying to raise money for the staff at the Comedy Zone and, you know, for some comedians in the area or whatever. And um, the second time they was going to do it and I was hesitant. It was me and it was a couple of comedians. I was hesitant. I was like, I don't know if it's a good idea for us to be showing up. I don't think it's socially responsible for us to be showing up to this venue and trying to do a show live feed. So the owner called and was like, look, we're going to do a little different spin on it. I want you to send me 15 minutes of content. And I was like, oh yeah, I could do that. So 15 minutes of content we sent over, I sent over for them to air during this night of, uh, of their performance. So, I sent 10 minutes of, uh, of a stand-up set that I I'll typically, sometimes I send to um, bookers and things like that. Um, it was clean, and uh, it, was, it was a good set. And then I sent over four minutes of um, skits that I did with my daughters. So I did these four skits with my daughters of, of me being in the house, stuck in the house with my daughters, and how aggravating it could be. And I, they had a good time doing them. I, I wish I had more time. I did it that morning. And I sent it over by 12 o'clock in the afternoon. So I didn't have a lot of time to edit, re-edit, redo, retake. You know, we were doing it like on one take. We was like, all right, one take and go. You know what I mean? We was doing the skits. But they had a good time doing it. Um, they act, the acting was pretty good on their end. I think it was horrible on my end. But I think on their end, I think they were really being natural. And I thought they did a good job for their first time trying to do these skits. Um, and then the last minute and a half was... Uh, the cartoon skit that I had uh, done uh, for the release of my album, which was the bug story. 
So if you haven't had a chance to see that, you can go follow that on our social media. You'll find out the uh, the Bug Story cartoon bit that was done um, by an artist uh, out of Tennessee, um, Mike uh, Selva. So uh, Mike did a great job on that too, man. Um, I'm, I'm probably going to repost that pretty soon on um, on my IG page or on my Facebook page because it's been a while. So I'm going to go ahead and repost that just to kind of remind people of, uh, of the joke itself. Um, but other than that, man, um, you know, sports is not there. They're talking about trying to bring baseball back. Um, that's difficult. They're talking about the NFL draft. They're talking about the NFL might be back. And I'm like, eh, I don't think that's going to happen. Um, it's just, I don't know, man. I think 2020 is just a wrap. I just think it's a wrap. I think it's done. You know what I mean? Mm. Um, I don't know. I, I, I mean, I don't know what what we do next. I don't know what we do next. I don't know. I feel bad for um I feel bad for businesses, you know what I mean? I feel bad for businesses that, you know, people that put their whole life work into something, um started their own business and then this happened and now it's like will you be able to come back from it? And will it be something that you'll be able to um you know, recover from? You know what I mean? That's the that's the whole the yin and the yang. Um and then the the thing that's bothering me about the whole thing too is people being hard-headed. Like people being hard headed, like straight up hard headed. Like I'm gonna do what I'm gonna do, but I'm like, yo, you know what? That's how life works, man. Sometimes you do what you want to do, and then you know, like your parents always tell you, you know, you either gonna listen to what I say, you are gonna find out the hard way. And it's like, all right, if you listen to what I say, you are gonna find out the hard way. So um, it's I should put that on a shirt. I should put that on a shirt. And it had people be like, yo, you listen to what I say, you want to run out the hard way. And it had like all parents wear that shirt. And parents, kids, I'm like, what does that mean? Like you wear this shirt when you become a parent. How about that? You know? So, I don't know. I was supposed to be in, uh, supposed to be in um, Chattanooga at the Comedy Catch. That got canceled. Then was another gig got canceled. It's like all this stuff is being canceled. I'm looking at my calendar like, will it? Won't it? Will it? Won't it? And I'm like, nope. Won't happen. But, we gotta do what we gotta do, man. I mean, you know, as I as I flip through my uh flip through my news feed and see what's what the uh, deal is. If y'all noticed how low gas is, like that's not even an issue right now. Like you can gas up. I gassed up my car for twenty five dollars. This this how crazy I was. I went outside. I went to the gas station. I went to the pump, put the card in to try to pump the gas and it would the, the card thing wasn't working so I had to go in and pay and they was like what you want I was like 30 on 5 I was on E 30 on 5 I was like I get the $25 I was like click 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 I was like man I had to go back in and get my $5 go back in and get my $5 so I was like man I mean gas is low 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 but you can't but we, we can't use it we can't win. And then, like, we road tripping. You know what I mean? It's great. It would be great for a stand-up comedian, a person that got to drive everywhere. It'd be like, yeah, man, we good. You know what I mean? I'm making I'm major, making major cake on this trip. You know what I mean? So, you know, Buccaneers finally get Tom Brady and then the coronavirus hits. So, they ain't going to be there. So, that's one year they probably won't be able to get to use them. That stinks. You know what I mean? All those all the seasons canceled. WNBA canceled. Um um, Major League Baseball canceled, hockey's canceled, basketball's canceled, everything. They talking about the GT Motorsports is canceled. But MMA, MMA has found a way to say they still going to do an event. They have, so, so Dana White found a private island 
and he's going to do a private island, and he's going to do this. And they did WrestleMania. That's the other crazy thing. They did WrestleMania. So that was crazy. You know what I mean? So um, all that crazy stuff, man. Um, so now everybody's trying to come up with these um, these videos, video apps for people to be able to use. Vimeo is trying to get into what Zoom is doing now. Oh, boy, everybody copies, boy. Everybody try to capitalize on stuff now, boy. I tell you, it's funny. Um, let's see. Uh, what else I've been? What else I've been watching, man? I don't watch the news a lot. I don't. I just can't can't get into it. You know what I mean? Um, it's just too depressing. You know what I mean? I tell you one thing. Disney is pissed off. Disney. That's a lot of money. Disney losing. Disney losing a lot of money. And I figure if anybody was gonna be able to come up with a, a cure, it would be Disney, especially with all the money they make. You know. Think about all that money that is not coming through those gates every single day. Disney makes a killing, you know what I mean? So, mm, title here. Amazon says it may fire workers who violate social distancing rules. Okay. They still hiring. I just saw an ad the other day that they still hiring. Um, I'm just going through titles here on these articles that I'm reading, okay? And... Uh, and I'm not reading the article. I'm just reading the tig- title. Tiger Woods is looking to solve the problem. Tiger got enough money. Um, what's this say? Um, Batman and Robin are spotted bicycling outside the supermarket. That's the title. I don't. I don't know. I don't know what that is. But you know, it's funny. Sometimes you want to click on an article. Sometimes you don't want to click on an article. Let's see. What's, what's the next article? What's this say? Um, Trader Joe's employees rip virus response. I went to Trader Joe's. Trader Joe's got some good stuff in it. You just got to, you know, pick and choose what you want. Um, what's my, one of my favorite things to get out of it? The vegetable rice. Shout out. Free advertisement. The vegetable rice. Vegetable rice and uh, and Trader Joe's, pretty damn good. I mean, you just, you know, you buy the bag it's, uh, for in the frozen section, buy the bag, uh, grease your pan, you know what I mean, a little uh, OVO, you know what I mean, um, and uh, no, it was it? no, EVO, I'm saying OVO like it's Drake, o- EVO, just a little extra virgin olive oil. Uh, E-V-O-O, exactly. And then uh, you just put that in the pan, and uh, you throw the fried rice in there, man, and, and grill it up, man, wok style, you know what I mean? Look, banging, you know what I mean? Banging, you know what I mean? What's the next joint? Um, if you can't pay your mortgage, here's what you need to know. Yeah, that's a, that's an interesting uh, article right there. Survey, 31% of Americans expect a stimulus check, say it won't keep them going a month. Nope, it won't. $1,200, I don't know what lifestyle y'all live, but $1,200 will not keep my lifestyle going. Not with kids. Not with kids. Not with bills. Not with child support. No, it won't. Mm-mm. Behind the scenes, when Aaron broke the home run record. That was a long time ago. Who would have thought this was going to happen, though? Let's see. What's the next article? I'm just reading through articles. And see, this is what I would do. typically do. I would go through these uh, article feeds find an article that I'm interested in and start reading. You know what I mean? And that, a lot of times, I mean, that's where comedians get their material because they read an article and they be like, what? You know what I mean? Um, what's this next one? 
catch up on the 2019 movies on streaming. Oh, that's the other interesting thing. So, see, it was ideas. Uh, the fact that these got movie movie premieres coming out and nobody's able to go to the movies and what are they going to do? I heard that they're going to start taking some... This might change the whole way they do movie premieres. Like, yeah, you're supposed to go out to the movies when the movie comes out. But if you give the people the ability to stream it at home, your revenue can remain the same. People still going to pay to see it. Now, granted, your ticket price won't be the same because you got 12 people in the house watching one movie as opposed and buying one ticket versus one person buying one ticket. So the, the revenue stream won't be the same. However, advertising can give you that money on the back end if you get an opportunity to advertise. But with a movie, I think the advertisement, you don't do like the previews to the upcoming movies. You do the advertising up front and you have like the 10 minutes of the uh, advertising. And you have it so that you can't skip it so that you can actually see the, the, the commercials. But you got to make the commercials good, like Super Bowl-type commercials, so that people are paying attention to it. And then they're like, oh, man, that was enjoyable. And now the movie starts. Yeah, that'd be dope. All right, so one movie I saw a preview for that I was interested in seeing when it was going to come out was Candyman. I saw the Candyman movie, but now it don't look like Candyman going to be available to come out. We won't be in the movie theater trying to see that thing, and it's going to be interesting. Can you imagine... If this had happened during the time when the Avengers Endgame had came out, that would have been crazy. I mean, the fact that everybody was packed up in them theaters. I remember going to see Endgame, and I was, uh, I, I, I think I talked about it on my podcast. I had to go see it at a 1 o'clock in the morning viewing because I made a mistake and hit 1 a.m. as opposed to 1 p.m. the following morning. So I was actually at a bar after the show and I was looking at my phone and it sent me a reminder saying your movie starts in 45 minutes and I was like what and I looked at it again and I was like shoot check cashed out and hit the road and, and ran around the corner and see that movie I think I want to say I was in I want to say I was in um, Cleveland I think I was in Cleveland during that time I might have been at the improv when that happened um, I think that's where I was when I went to go see that movie. I got to go back and look through my calendars and see where I was. Um, experts urge caution on possible flattening of corona, coronavirus cases. Now, that's the next one. Four Easter Sunday churches to live stream from home amid coronas, co coronavirus outbreak. Live stream is the most important thing in church. That might They might find a new way to do church after this. Like, literally. People might be like, yo, I'm going to just go to church from home. Like, I've been. Like, I've, like we did during the, the quarantine. Um, the best jobs in America. Yeah, the ones that are still going. That that's not the worst jobs in America. The ones that ain't. Like the, I'm not even reading that article. Uh, let's see. What's this? What's the next one? Um, simple trick to find the best car insurance rates. The rates should be real low right now. Ain't nobody driving. Um, why is this thing double skipping like that? Um. Dr. Fauci predicts when the kids will return to school. Yeah, 2021. Mm -hmm. um, I really, I don't know. My kids, kids, school starts in August um, where my kids go to school. The question is, will my daughter start the next grade or will they have to repeat the grade that they're in? That's the question. Um... And that would stink, you know what I mean? Um, the fastest way to pay off $10,000 in credit card debt. 
<laughs> yeah, that's not that's not logical. I, I wish I had ten thousand dollars on my credit card right now. I wish my credit card company would be like, yo, here's here's a raise, here's ten thousand. I'm like, man, I appreciate y'all, man. Y'all ain't getting this back, but I appreciate that. Um, what's the what's the next article, man? Um, just just the reading the articles is is funny to me. Um, even as deaths mount, sign shows told may not match worst fears. Um, yeah, you got to prove that to me, man. I'm sorry. I mean, I'm literally seeing on my social media feed friends of mine whose family members are passing away. You know, God bless my family because we haven't got anybody that has caught uh, that's uh, caught this um, this virus yet. And uh, we're praying every day. We are staying in contact with one another. We're talking to each other, and we are trying to make sure that we stay um, on track, you know, with everybody, you know. Um, home cleaning tips straight from the CDC. Okay. Uh, Amazon to suspend the delivery service that competes with UPS and FedEx. Okay. Everybody trying to, everybody trying to get a piece of the cake. Okay. All right. Understand. Um, coronavirus pandemic hit some African-American communities extremely hard. Yeah, it makes sense. Um, no health care for some, um, facilities aren't the same. Um, black people are stubborn, uh, especially men when it comes to, uh, healthcare. Um, we feel like we can battle through it and we feel like we can do better. And, um, I wouldn't necessarily say that that's a, um, that's a, uh, it's a, it's more of a generational thing, um, and, you know, I hate to go here, but I do. I have to. When slaves got sick, you know, people wasn't rushing to their aid to be like, oh, man, you got to get better. We got to get you better. It was go lay him in that back room back there and um, somebody go nurse him back to health because he need to get back to work. Um, and that is generational. Like that continues to go down uh, to each generation. I remember growing up and my mom would get sick. I remember my mom would probably get sick once every four or five years. And when my mom had a cold or my mom was sick, my mom didn't go to no hospital. My mom would go in her room. She would lay down. I remember us being having to bring her this or bring her that. You know, before you know it, a day or maybe a half, my mom be back in the kitchen or she'd be back up on her feet and she'd be like, I'm heading to work. And that was it. Mom was sick, but she ain't no more. And that was that was what that's what it was. So um I get it. You know what I mean? I don't I don't really um doubt that it is affecting the, the African American community. I'm gonna stop saying that word. I read it black community. Um and it's just um it's just what it is, you know what I mean? So um Another title here, Chick-fil-A hand washing stations coming. Chick-fil-A always on the top of everything. I'm sorry. They they just on the top of everything. I mean, they was on the whole thing with the drive-thru with the dude the, the dude or the girl that comes out to the car to get your order so it goes through the drive-thru faster. Like they just be on top of everything. Everything, okay? Um transfer your debt and pay no interest in twenty one months. I might open that one after the podcast <laughs> I might open that one and open the podcast 21 months shoot that's better than um that's better than rooms to go you know what I mean rooms to go you could buy a whole five rooms and be like well you don't pay until 2025 you be like what that, that 
<laughs> That's hilarious, man. Um, let's see. Why do I keep? Why does the sound keep coming on on this? All right. Um, I hate that little chime my computer makes, and it be in the background like boo doo doo. It's so annoying. Um, but yeah, man. I um I'm a, I'm gonna wrap this one up, man. This podcast. Um, and I just wanted to shoot the shit with y'all for a little bit of time, man. Some of y'all listen to it, some of y'all won't, man. And um, like I said, it's a boring time for me because I don't have the ability to give you the information or the content that you want because I'm not on the road and I don't have the viable stories to be able to tell you. Hey, let me tell you what just happened. My my life is basically to the store. To my mother's, make sure I check on my mom, make sure she's straight, home, to my daughter's, home. That's it. That is my life, and it's, ugh, it's, it's so crazy and boring, you know what I mean? But we got to do what we got to do. Uh, maybe this is this perfect time for someone who does, like, uh, meditation. They're like, yeah, this is what I was built for. I was built for this, to get into your zen. You know what I mean? You force people to get in their zen right now. But, you know, a lot of them sit in their house, like, wake up in the morning, like, you know what your problem is? You'd be like, oh, this is what we're going to start with today? This is how we start in our day? So, you know, it is what it is. But, look, man, y'all holler at me, man. This is, it, it, if, if there's no time like now, here is the time. Hit me up on blisspodcast at gmail.com. Hit me up. Give me content. Give me information. Let me read a story. Let me read a question. Let me read some information that causes me to debate you on this podcast. Do that for me. Do that for your boy, all right? And we'll get up with you next time. Peace.